What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the FN Story. I am joined alongside, in my opinion, one of the most underappreciated Fortnite players in the entirety of the game. True likes, how you doing, dude? Hello to everyone. Uh, thank you for having me today. And I'm doing very, very good. How are you doing? Oh, that's good to hear. Yeah, I'm also doing well. A L- little sleepless. Um, I have a young newborn child, so learn how to be a dad. Oh, it's kind of difficult. Congrats, but... congrats. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, it's, it's a lot to get into and you, you got to figure it out. Nobody, yeah. I, I guess there is things written down, but I don't care. Like until you actually do it, it doesn't help. I read a bunch and yeah, it's a whole different story. The anyway. biggest achievement in life. What'd you say? The biggest achievement in the life. Oh dude, it is, I, it's unbelievable. I like people say it to you and then once you actually have a kid you like actually realize yeah. what it's like and just being able to like hold your baby it's uh it's just so unbelievable cool. moment yeah <laughs> um hopefully one day for you and um let's uh let's go right off the bat we're just a, a couple weeks after your global championship kind of pop off at the end i would say for you two <laughs> winning back to back games to end it, walk me through like what was that weekend like in general, and then we can kind of get into the games after that. So it was like it was a crazy week, but in the same time, like a bit relaxed. Uh, I had only like problems with like sleeping because there was like no windows, no fresh air, so I couldn't like sleep very well. So that was like one of the problems there. Everything else was pretty fun. We practiced, we played, had good food to eat. Everything just relaxed and chill. And then the when the first heat started, so we, we don't know exactly what everyone is doing, what everyone is planning. Maybe we're contested, maybe we're not. We should be uncon on the first heat, but we don't know. Like, we are going to know everything after the first heat. And then, and of course, the biggest thing, the servers. Oh my God. <laughs> it, it, it literally changed, changed everything. And if you can adapt fast, I think that's a, that's like one of the biggest advantages that you can have there. So their servers were, were like impossible to play on, but you can't say anything. You just need to play. You just hope like they either they get better or you just you just focus on your like yourself and just do good. Like that's it. So let me stop and, you right there because yeah. typically like server performance comes in waves and you kind of mm-hmm. realize how it works. And this, I believe, was built on a, a custom server. Was it the same as playing a normal Grands, or was it a whole different feel to it to try and get used to? So I was in in the Invitational last year as well, in the around December, November. I, I don't I don't know. Yep. So the servers there were like I think pretty pretty good, and it's ten times better than like normal servers. But I guess what changed to this like server? They I think there was like. 18 people like i mean spectator uh, things like people i don't know clients i don't know what so that's that's like 15 times the amount like that they usually have yeah so it's actually unbelievable unbelievable like set of performance but still you just get used to it and yeah just go with it yeah for most people that don't know 10 is like the max that most yeah. games yeah. will have observers in so trying to jam in more we've learned this years ago just playing scrims and doing third-party tournaments the more more observers you put in there the worse the game performs and it probably just is the more players and it kind of registers as as a player and then as you go 
if you were to say 105 players, probably just as bad compared to the observers too. But all right. So server performance aside, you called day one. Didn't really seem yeah. to have much of an issue. You guys finished in seventh. Didn't didn't seem like it was a problem. What are your expectations and, uh, then once you qualified? So I think we had like some like a bit of problems in the first heat because first games I don't know I just like it was a very easy game like very good zones so we positioned very well then I then I just opened someone because I was I wasn't ready for the, the the lag and we die next game we get zero points again and then I realized oh I know how to play now because I played two games and then we just like two good like four games three games. And then I'm pretty, pretty confident. I'm just telling my teammate nonstop, this is so easy. This is way too easy for us. <laughs> and then, yeah, I was expecting a big, big like, result in the finals. But the thing is, I was expecting a big result while Ancon. And then after like the second heat. So in the first heat, not a single zone like pulled like um, towards Slappy. So it was kind of hard for everyone that lands around there. But in the second heat, the team that landed South Slappy got six out of six zones. And one game, they boxed up on the main building and they didn't move for eight zones. They were building a sky base in the last game. And that's when I realized, oh, they're going to think they're good now. They're going to think this spot is like the best spot ever. So they're probably going to like contest me. But the guy, like from what I spoke to him like previously, he said he's probably not gonna con because we're very good we're one of the best like those uh, like at europe at the, at the moment and yeah he actually like said i'm conning you and that's it and he thought he's very good he tweeted like some things that i did for tomorrow so easy and everything and yeah so obviously you guys did a lot better than the other team but do you take those personally because i'm sure you got guys in Europe seem to contest way more often off spawn than what happens in NA. Like a team of your caliber in NA would pretty regularly be uncontested versus like you never know what's going to happen in Europe. Do you kind of take any of that personally or do you realize it's just the game and that's where they land? This is what has to happen. So at first, like when, when we talked before the interview, when you said uh, that I'm very underrated, uh -huh. I agree with that. But then I said, it's a good thing, but also it's a bad thing because that's why I'm getting conned maybe, you know? That's yeah. probably one of the big, like no one even knows like how good I am or how many like earnings I have I've won or anything like that, you know? Because like you said, I'm underrated, you know? Underappreciated. And then they contest me. Then they see what what happens all the time. I was contested for the, my entire life. I, I I never lost a spawn, never in my life. And after, like, and then you have to beat one team. Then the other team sees that, and they still think they can win. And they just keep on coming like nonstop. And for the for the global part, yeah, I took it kind of personal because they said they they're not they won't do it, you know. Mm -hmm. And we didn't prepare anything, by the way, for the spawn. I just went with full confidence and confidence only every single game. I think if I went solo in the tournament, I killed them five games probably. So I was so confident. You guys off spawn was a problem, I would say, considering you didn't expect it. I mean, the no. first half of the tournament for finals was not great for you guys. And then yeah. last three games... Because this almost seems exactly like what you just told me in day one. It didn't go great. We made mistakes. And then I made some adjustments. And then you guys get a 10th. And then you win the last two games. 
Like, first of all, to win a single game in this lobby is very impressive. To win back-to-back is even more impressive. And to do it in the last two games, when I'm sure a ton of teams are probably trying to make that desperate play for a win is just a little bit more on top of it. Like, what adjustments did you guys make after the first three games that kind of allowed you to be as successful as you were? To be honest, I think it was just like me, to be honest, because in the first game, we win a spawn, everything perfect. Then what I said like about my confidence, I'm overconfident, super like hyped, you know? And then I see people in the mid game dying to surge. I jump in the box, I kill one, other one kills me. You know, that's, I threw one game, okay. My teammate, like my teammate gets some points, it's fine. And then I move up because I, I didn't play for top three, you know, at that point. Like I was like playing for like top 25 because I'm conned. Like the spot is the worst spot everyone can tell you to be conned at because you're conned by people. And by 15 bots, <laughs> one of them is the most OP bot ever. And they shoot you nonstop. You can't hear people when they're coming. You think it's bots. Footstep, they have a footstep sound as well. It's 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 so bad. It's so bad to fight that, you know. And the other team as well. We we got reparted like two games, but we were already like we already killed them, boxed up fully. They tried to like uh, spray us from like each side. So I'm like basically like double con, you know. So it's very very bad. And then in second game, uh, my teammate dies. I think he made a mistake there. He I don't know. It was like. Uh, we were confused a bit, and I was about to kill him, but it's fine. I re- I reboot him. Then then our plan is after we reboot, after I reboot him, our plan was my plan was to go behind them and just grief them nonstop so they don't <laughs> move from top forty five, and that that was my plan. And we did grief them, and they got stuck on edge zone and they died because of it. And then in third game we kill one, and then the other one ran away to like uh, the beach side, and then I didn't even lo- I I just looted the body. I got one gun, I have like no mats, my teammate also, and I just told him like, we just go find him, you know? And we find him, find him, of course he looted like a lot. <laughs> then he kills me, he gets a full finish on me, because I just jumped in the box. My teammate kills him, and then while Dylan and Savage, they, they see what's happening in the kill feed, because there is no anonymous mod, and they just fly over to us, and they kill us, and that's our third game gone. So, back-to-back kind of just like terrible games, and then yeah. wh- what's the, the big adjustment that you make? Because you, you said it was you. Like, what adjustment did you make that made you be able to make it to the end games? Because I, I feel like for a lot of these players at your level, you just need to be able to make it to those end games with enough. And if you can have a loadout and enough materials, it, you're it's almost autopilot. You guys have played so many end games. But what was that adjustment for you going into game four then? Because after three games, I saw how bad they are. And I, I realized we can kill them every single game if they're this bad. And then I see some some bad teams winning games. So I was like, huh, if they win games, I'm going to win all of them, you know? <laughs> and, uh, and then we if we kill one, we play slow. We, we like split, then we hide, then we like play slowly, like like perfect, you know? So I don't ego and, uh, like over anything, just play like, like confident, but not like overconfident, you know? So it's not bad. Like I know if I get the mid game, I'm, I already won the game, and I know I know how servers are laggy, so I know what to use. I already like uh, adapted to that. We were like playing rockets. That was like one of the biggest uh, advantages that we had there, I think, because the servers are so laggy that you can rocket like 
like like 45 like degrees angle like full straight line like across the entire zone and no one can like attack you once i mean lots of people knew that uh, after the first heat or the heats and then we just played endgame we had cap mats because i'm very good at that getting us to like endgame with cap mats then i got some surprising kills with ars like mid game while rotating we killed pixie one game he was like fighting for the first place he won back to back game then we killed them and then we won that game and yeah so we like we were like building it like building towards that top three slowly yeah definitely and the performance is impressive it's like one of those that will probably fly under the radar where people are just everyone always just remembers the first place team in Fortnite, and it's unfortunate but that's also it a great performance to go back to back make this sick comeback you said something there and it piqued my interest you're really good at getting your team to end game with max mats and I feel like the general player base doesn't realize how difficult that is to be able to like actually walk into an end game with a decent loadout where you put your average player in a finals lobby. Everything's going to be shredded. You'll have no heals left. If you're even alive, you'll have spent most of your mats, but like, what is, I mean, you don't have to give away the secrets, but like, what is the general idea as to how you're able to bring a good loadout into endgame where then you know okay we got this this is where we've been before we can handle exactly the situation yeah so first i want to i want to talk about the if that's not a problem about the third place and the recognition that we didn't get i think that's like one of the bad things from epic games or like fortnite there or blast i don't know who i i told them that as well in the discord there was like no interview for the second place or the third place team. So they don't get any recognition. No one knows what happened. And after we won the game, we get the interview, like everything fine. Then we win last game. They show us for half a second that we won the game and they instantly go back to the champion, you know? So they, they were like like uh, trying to like hurry it up like a bit, like way too much. I, I think that's what happened. I told like some people as well. Crew, you know, crew from Sweden, from EU. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he World won Cup. last last game of World Cup. That's so such a big achievement, you know. And he jumped from like top, I don't know, like forty or something, to like what what six something yeah, like that. Six no? or eight, somewhere around there. Yes, yeah, something like that. He won like so much money from that. It was a crazy, crazy game. But no one knows that he got like eight kills or something. I don't even know. That's that's like a crazy achievement. And then some other like people and like things like that. They don't get like any recognition. But I think that's part of the the game and that's what um, i think they should work on you know like at least any like interview like something you know yeah i would agree so people yeah let me let and me then, ask you this though so yeah. if you're watching and you're a spectator i don't think that they should go to you right away right when we know who won the tournament i think if it's close and you know maybe it's a couple of points we got to go tally it up or whatever or we have to wait for the game file to finish so they can tally up the scores, then it would be a good time to go to you. But I feel like when the tournament has already been won by Cooper and Miro, it mm -hmm. would be great to give them their flowers. And But then also part of the post game, bring you guys, hey, you won the last two games. What the heck yeah, happened there? Cammy and Seti, you guys have now 
gone back to back years with top two placements in the biggest event, like all that stuff. And I do feel like it almost Fortnite shows just get cut off as soon as the tournament ends. Yeah. Instance. Yeah. This one was a little bit better, but Mm -hmm. ultimately I I feel like there's, okay, let's read what the leaderboard says and let's get off the screen. Um, which is also a, a big piece of feedback I've constantly given uh, the team is just do more. You know, this is where storylines yeah. develop. This is where fandom develops. It allows like you, for example, to kind of tell your story and make people aware of who you are or even anybody else. I, literally just throw all you guys out there who is ever interested doing like a post-game press conference like traditional sports. But sorry, I, I went on a little tangent there. That's fine. I agree with that, like with everything you said, to be honest. I think oh. they should maybe work on it, but I think it's fine if they do it like after the tournament, you know, they get an interview or you want, you got like third place from coming like from 40th place, good clutch, you know, you were contested or spawners or like him, like make some like good questions and good, like, uh, like a good interview, you know, anything like that. Yeah. What a so, good... and yeah. And you asked me about like getting into end game. I think that's one of the, like my, actually my biggest, like, uh, how do you say it? Like, advantage or strength yeah yeah, i agree so i'm doing that for no listen so i was uh i was playing with queasy and he was igl i was like almost igl but we learned everything together when we when i play with him like everything he knew i knew as well you know and then when i start when when we split then i go play trios that's my first time igling and i'm learning stuff and then I then I realized I was like playing IGL to just IGL. I didn't like use like any playstyle or anything. And then when duos came, I realized I'm gonna use my solo playstyle because in solos I get in endgame with cap mats every single game. And then I was like, why why am I not doing that doing that in duos, you know? So I so I like um, do my solo playstyle in the duo, and I find the teammate and I like make him learn how to like follow me and do things I do to like get with those mats in endgame, you know, because mats are the most important thing in endgame, of course. So is it Chicho, uh, Chicho, Chico? Yeah, Chicho. Chicho, Chico, okay. Chico, yeah, anything. Um, how do you guys find one another? Like, I feel Ooh. like there's so many possibilities of people to play with. Why do you choose him? So I choose my teammates, like I would say wisely. So I play with with Quizzy. We start when they announced like entire year like of duos, and we played. There was like only one duo FNCS. We played that. We got second. We threw first place. It's fine. Big big achievement. And then they cancel duos. Okay. Then it comes back. Then we are like, okay, we are gonna play again. We claim a spot. We win every spawn. We claimed it. Everything perfect. But that was the only thing that, that was perfect. Only Ospon, because we're like a bit like older, you know, like 19 both of us. He was 20, I was 19 or something. <laughs> and then we just can't like, uh, he thought like we should like, like kill people. And then it didn't like work out in endgame. I want to play like my role a bit. And he like, we were like both trying to like do something that uh, we can't in those. And then we split. As soon as we split in the call, I instead DM my teammate because he was playing with uh, Jerky. Chicho, I DM Chicho. He's playing with Jerky, then they split. Then he he DM me that day, like, what am I gonna do? Who should I play with? Because I know him, like, 
he used to like um he's always like he's the, from balkan so we speak the same language he was always like filling our customs playing you know chilling you know all of that and then he asked me that question that i didn't like respond to anything i said like we're gonna see or something then we split the call we leave the call i instead dm we're playing that's it i just am <laughs> we're playing and that's it and like back then he had like 10k earnings i think and i had like i had like 200 or something I had lots of lots of like more achievements in that but i think he, i saw like he's very like passionate very good mechanically insane clutching like doing everything you know and then i was like okay i'm gonna teach him the entire game everything i do every like i was gonna teach him everything everything and then yeah i did it and now he's one of the best players yeah he is and an- another one that's probably not going to get the recognition he deserved but hopefully some people listen to this give you some give you guys some love but um i think that's on him to be honest sorry for cutting you i think that's on him because he's just not tweeting anything he just doesn't care <laughs> he just plays and yeah he loves just playing the game you know he's not hey. tweeting anything i think he's one of the best fighters on you probably top three even with not that good a good like ping 100% in like top two or three best aimers. I, I would say he's 100% the best aimer in EU. And, but yeah, he just doesn't care. He barely tweets anything or like posts on like on social media. He just likes competing, you know? And I respect that, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, you have to respect that. Not everyone. I used to be along the lines of like, oh, players have to put out content. They have to do this. I'm like, yeah, they yeah. do. Like, if you want to make this a career, if you want to do more, but if you, your pure goal is just to compete, be the best, you know what? Do that yep. then. It, you don't necessarily have to do all the other stuff. And maybe when you get older, you'll realize that, hey, we can do it. And hopefully it's not too late. But ultimately, you know, it's it's hard enough to be a really good player at this game and to add creating content, doing all that that other stuff on the side is even more difficult. So you can understand it. Um, yeah, I agree. I do. So as far as like. Do you guys both speak Serbian, Balkan? You said yeah, Balkan. Yeah, we speak. No, we speak Balkan language, but it's, we speak Serbian, but it's Balkan language. It's fine. Okay. Like we all speak like all the like all the guys from Balkan. We we can understand each other perfectly. Yeah, that's what Queasy was saying. Is there's like slight differences in it, but you, you yeah, figure yeah. it out. Um, and when I was speaking to him, he said you guys have played for a long time. You guys have been good friends. Um, do you think it's a good idea to play with your friends as with in tournaments, or is that something you want to avoid? Is playing with friends in like FNCS and major tournaments? So we were not like uh, I would say friends. We started like first when we started playing, we were we just played like together to like play because we were both good. He was good, I was good. We played scrims nonstop, and then we just played, you know. And now we're like friends, you know, all that. Yeah, but I, lots of people I see today, like I see, I can't really name, but I see lots of people that they're stuck playing like with friends over someone who is like better, you know. So let's say I'm better than I don't know someone, and then he's my friend. So I'm like, I don't want to like uh, drop him. I don't want to play with someone else. I'm saying about tournaments, of course. If you like really want to like chase, you know. Your dream is to become the best player, the like uh, like better player. You have to like cut some people off, you know. Real yeah. life, Fortnite, anything. So I don't struggle if I see like something is wrong. Of course, I'm gonna split with with, with my teammate and play with someone else, someone better, you know. 
you have to look at yourself in this like industry in gaming, I guess, to get better. Yeah, and, and friends, friends stay friends. Friends are not like you know, you can be friends and like compete and be good, but you should not be like stuck with them. You know, you should not feel bad to split. Yeah, I feel like it makes it harder to sometimes have those honest conversations because you don't want to like mess with a friendship or yeah, people are scared of it. But yeah. if you split with someone and he doesn't respect it, that's not even a friend. Then, what like very true? Yeah, I'd, that, that's not a friend to be honest. How can you not like respect it? You know, you just tell him like in a good way. It didn't work out. Like I think, I think we should split and see like how 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 we do with other people. You know, just like friendly. You know, yeah, that's it. All right. Um. So wrapping back up before we go too far into some random other conversation you won a couple hundred thousand dollars do you have plans to do anything crazy with it or you just gonna chill at it to the rest of the the winnings and keep enjoying your life yeah yeah i just edited the rest to just enjoy my life i know like like i made it let's say and but i'm not gonna like um and i have plans i know what to do with money because when you have money, it's easy to make money. Like, it's it's so, like, uh, logistic, you know? Yep. And then I, I have plans. I see I, like, follow some things, like some business plans. But I'm not going to go into it. Because if I go into a business, I'm going to put all my time in it. I'm not going to, like, do, like, uh, like do like business, then Fortnite. Like, it's going to mess everything up 100%. If I do something, I'm going to do it 100%. That's awesome. Do you... Th- do you think Fortnite will continue to be that for you? Because now as we head into the off season, there's time. Who knows what's coming next season? I mean, we, we can get into all that. But like, what do you want to do, say, for the next couple of years? Like, Would your goal be to keep competing? Or is this something that isn't going to last long? What do you want out of your, your Fortnite career? No, I just... I insanely love this game, like to compete, to just be like, like be better every day, be good at something. It's so like, it's so, I can't even explain. It's so good. The feeling is insane. Winning tournaments, seeing someone else win it and you want to be that person. It's insanely like motivational. Like, let's say like uh, Taysen was, uh, like Taysen said, he's never going to quit until, until like he lifts like the trophy, you know, it's like yeah. very, very... Like some people maybe play it for money, but I just play like for passion and just to be like better every day, you know, be good at something and be good at something and make money from it. That's insane. And loving your like job. I think there's nothing better, like nothing better. 100%. That's the goal in life, man, is to do yeah. something you enjoy doing every day. You get, 100%. You got a lot of days to live. You might as well enjoy, uh, enjoy them yeah. while you're at it. And I mean, you're lucky. You've been playing this game and been you've been successful for years now. So you've been able to do this, and I'm sure there's been bad days, but at the same time, like everyone has bad days doing everything. Um, so hopefully you get to keep doing this for a while, keep enjoying it. And I I think that's one yeah. of the reasons why you are so successful is you can just hear in your voice how much you genuinely do like the game and the passion and drive so it's cool to hear i I always love people that love what they do and 
not everyone I speak with is the same about it. Yeah, I just like I just like treated like a job, you know. I treat like with full like hundred percent focus, hundred percent with ev- like everything, and then I find like balance in the life too, just enjoy some things and just have fun, you know. Yeah, and playing for, this game is fun, of course. For the off season, like now that we're post uh, global championship. What do you think they're planning to do? Do you think there's anything coming in the next couple of months, or are we gonna have to wait till next year to get any sort so, of FNCS? Yeah, so I don't know anything, but uh, they're gonna like return the OG things. That, I think that's smart. It's gonna bring like lots of lots of like players, maybe new players and some OG of guys. Of course, it's gonna be very fun. So for that season, I don't know if there's any tournaments. I see like competitive like Twitter is tweeting something about it like i know some ice emojis like something is coming you know <laughs> so i'm hyped for it but if there's no tournaments it's only like for a month i'm just gonna enjoy like the og fortnite it's vibes it's like it, i'm not like forced you know like it's just yeah. it's chill fun are you someone that tries to like create times where you don't play the game do you try and like give yourself x period of time that okay FNCS just ended. I know that I'm going to get back on it soon enough, but let me take a week, two weeks off so I can reset or do you just you, you keep going? So basically, I don't like I don't prefer like to to make a schedule or anything like that. Like if I feel I don't want to like play or I don't do, I, I'm not going to I don't enjoy, enjoy the game at the moment. Let's say for the off season, of course, if it's uh, on season, like it's ongoing, I play every day, even forced, like I just have to play. But now, like, let's say today I didn't play, had some, like, had some family time. Yesterday I didn't play, like some family time, dinners, like friends, you know, chilling. But yeah, I just play like occasionally now, I just play like every day, to be honest. Not for like a long time, not scrims, but just having like fun, playing hide and seek, maybe playing some other games. And it's just like... Uh, nice have you thought about getting into like other pieces of content kind of developing your own brand more i guess because you do post youtube videos and and tweet stuff but i feel like you could do way more is that something that you see happening down the road to be honest for now i like i like um so I grew up with like watching like esports and everything, mm-hmm. and they, they every like good player, every insane player, they don't like really build brands. They get they get a brand because they're like very good at the game, but usually they just focus fully on the game. They don't post anything, and they're just like good at like um, you know, at the game, you know. And yeah. then that's what I was looking from like my organizations as well. Let's say Valiant now they support me a hundred percent. They love it. I love to compete. And yeah, that's what I was like looking at. I don't want to like really like like stream every day. Like it's so exhausting uh, for my career, of course. It's like a good thing. But if I want to like focus on like games, I can't really like leak my stuff and like all of that, as you can see from lots of like pro players. But if I realize, okay, I'm, I'm decent at this game, I can't be maybe the very best or something. I'm just going to like, you know, focus on the streams if I was someone. But now I know like I can like be the best you know yeah i respect that i'm i'm always just curious where everyone's at because some people love it some people don't i I like doing things like this where it's just like hanging out having a conversation i've tried streaming it's not for me i feel like 
yeah, it's a whole different thing yeah. which is weird to say from someone that also like is on broadcasts and in front of thousands of people during a, a tournament but i get you i I like yeah. being able to focus on one thing and sounds like yeah. for you, Fortnite yeah, that's the same thing. the best. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the same thing. And I agree, like, some people are just, like, not for it, you know? Like, let's make, let's say my teammate, he's 100% not, like, to, like, for the for content stuff, you know? You have to be, like, a bit, uh, like, let's see what content now goes, like, what what's good, like, to be energetic, to be, like, you know, like, hyped nonstop. Some people, like, just, you know, chill relaxed or like like strictly like focused and that's it you know some people are just not for it yeah I, i'm think yeah Go and on. you have to be really good at the game if uh like a stroud you know stroud's yeah, not yeah. super super energetic super loud go crazy but he's really yeah. freaking good at video games um and talking about valley valley you brought it up i've never really heard about them like, what kind of relationship do you have with the organization? Do they have any requirements for you to do things or anything like that? They don't force me to do anything. I respect that so much. They support everything I do. Insane community. French community is insane at esports. I talk with them. They tell me, like, French esports is, like, treated like like the sport, you know? Like, mm-hmm. esports is treated like a sport. They don't care what game you're playing. They're going to support if you're, like from like a French side, you know, a team, if you're, or if you're like as a person, like from France, they're going to support a hundred percent. doesn't matter what game it is. They're like such a good, like fan base, such a good people. Like they, they just do everything perfect. And for me, I was looking for like, I work like this for always to like, uh, respect me as a player to like boost, to like boost, like my motivation to like, uh, Keep on telling me like easy like top threes, you know, like bo- like boost my confidence, like you're the best player, like everything, and like to support the things I do. They don't force me to like stream every day because if they do, like it's just gonna affect my performance, and they know it. They they're like a competitive organization. I respect it so much. They're very good at like Valorant as well. They were like they won the the cup in the France for like the best Valorant team of that tournament or what? I don't I don't follow Valorant, so yeah. Yeah, me like too. Be two yeah. guys talking about Valorant that don't know what's going on. Yeah, yeah, I can. Um, that's cool. And outside of Fortnite, have you created things that you like to do or spend time? I know you said hang with friends and family, but is there anything else that you have a passion for? So like hobbies, you mean? Yeah. So I I just follow like uh, sports stuff. I was like a sport person till I started playing Fortnite. I played lots of sports. That was like my my life every day, and I use that like mentality and all of that to like trans transfer that to esports. I think that helped me a lot as well to like be competitive, you know, and all of that stuff. But for now, I don't really have any hobbies. I just follow like some like football, you know, just follow what's going on in the world, and that's it. Okay, you got Nothing a favorite special. team team yeah. uh not um, probably barcelona but i like like i just follow everything you know i don't okay. wanna, like be a be a fan of someone so i don't like get stuck with them or so i don't know i don't know how to explain but i just like 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 to be informed to see what's going on like who's better you know like all of that it's like funny to me i feel like i'm a big sports guy too i like american football as opposed to yeah. uh football football 
and yeah, it's been a big part of my life just enjoying it. And I think that's same, same thing you said, why I can and have kind of transferred things as part of that side into esports and gaming has been super successful because it gives you perspective. There's a lot of different things um, that I feel like people that just play video games, no hate, but they don't really understand kind of big picture sometimes. And sports gives Mm -hmm. you that because you see massive 80, hundred thousand person crowds screaming at someone kicking a ball or something. And it, I don't know. It's it's a whole different feeling. It's, yeah, 100%. I agree with that, 100%. And, um, yeah. Now, bringing that up, how was the crowd at um, Globals? How did you feel that was compared to... Because you were at both this and last year for the Invitational. Do you feel yeah. like the crowd was kind of rowdy and excited? And what so, was the difference between the two? So I was sitting like on the right, like right side, and on the right side, uh, like they were like French fans. They were cheering for I think Snazy and someone. But they say Snazy, I don't know who played together. I don't know. They were so loud, so supportive. That's like what I told you. Like already everything that there was that was there at the moment. Like they can tell you everything about them. They were crazy. They didn't like stop for a second. You know. Like I grew up like in Serbia, when you watch stuff, that's what I do with like sports stuff. Like if, if it's not football or something, I just follow everything that Serbia like uh, does, you know, mm-hmm. like basketball, like we just got like a second place in the World Cup and uh, tennis, like the best player. I just love the mentality, love the sport, love to like support my, my nation. And uh, yeah. Cool. I appreciate that. Yeah, Levin was telling me that the uh, I think it's M8 or Gentlemates. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, something like that. They were kind of like the the tone setter, and that they made it a lot of fun to be in the stadium. And once they got going, it seemed like everyone else relaxed a little bit and was like, "Okay, yeah, I could I could have fun. I could scream at this thing." Um, it is funny though because I feel like fans of video games and Fortnite in particular especially because of the lack of lands have really just watched the game at home so like they don't know or understand when good times to cheer are when good times to you know have fun and scream and that'll be something built up over time but i was really happy to see uh the that group just get rowdy and have have some fun let people know that yeah, it's okay miss, to I, have fun i was missing that yeah i was missing that in Fortnite as well it's kind of like you don't expect it from the from fortnite but when you watch any other like esport let's say uh csgo league or rocket rocket league like well, i don't know if you know the games uh, i do it's crazy there it's it's crazy the brazil fans the the friend all of the fans like the chinese fans like faker and all of them oh my god it's it's bigger than than a sport there you know it's crazy it's there's they're like superstars there but in fortnite it's still like not that i think it's it's because the game is like doesn't look that serious you know because it's like a like a like kids game you know i can't it's like way too like colorful and you know what i mean it's also early though like the the two games you named like faker's been around being dominant for longer than fortnite has existed so that guy has become a global icon much like Fortnite did, but 
he's been a staple and you know it'll be interesting to see how these things go because also a lot of other esports started off with needing the like in-person environment and Fortnite was very different in that it built out an on- online infrastructure to play online tournaments regularly and then people did that during covid but like every other game was having all their oh, events they had, yeah they had yeah, yeah, yeah true I didn't oh. like, think of that. Yeah, you. That's that's so like. So and over time, we'll build some but, fans. But then the, before before like uh, COVID, um, Booga was like a superstar. You know, yeah. Like, everyone knows him like now, even some like uh, older guys and people. You know, so I agree with that. If if there was no COVID, this they can like, it was supposed to be very big. But they're like slowly like picking it up back, you know. It's coming. I think this is better for the the long term of the game, and I'm sure some people aren't huge fans of everything that's happened. In fact, like I don't love every decision Fortnite's made, but kind of reeling it back in and getting to the core fans. I think we saw the the viewership for um, the event a couple weeks ago was the highest it's been since World Cup. And it's not even close to the amount of money that was thrown at that, the amount of press that's been thrown at that. So I I think Fortnite has genuinely created some fans. And a lot of you guys, like the players, have done a good job creating fandom in in yourselves. Whether or not you mean to, just being good at the game, doing it over and over again is is huge. Um, So, yeah, it's it's cool to see. I, I definitely think... There's more people watching competitive Fortnite than ever before. And the only yeah, like caveat that I would say are like people just used to watch a lot more Fortnite and they would watch whatever it was. Now people like actually want to watch competitive. And I think something that that like like that brings like to another level, like from the past years, cause this year, like statistically, was insane for competitive. Like the the main event, the global championship was like, I know, like someone tweeted that it was like very, very, very big. I think something that boosts that as well is getting like normal players and other players to like play competitive, you know. Mm-hmm. And when they added a victory royal cup, you know, the solo one, that that like it gets so many like plays, you know, because everyone wants to try to like. Uh, to win some like money and it, they make it like look very easy i mean it's kind of easy <laughs> and like lots of players then try to like play competitive they see like what's going on and slowly like they get into it so i like the idea to like um to add those tournaments but at the same time they should have like of course like bigger prizes for the harder events events 100 yeah i think it's a hard balance because i i would agree is those those solo victory cups as much as they are not made for players like you. They are really good for players yeah. like you long term because the more people that play the game, the more willing Fortnite is to invest, and then the bigger the big events are going to be. So I I hope they have a solid balance. That's kind of my my one fear is what is gonna happen next year? Are they gonna go more into the whole like victory cash cup idea or keep this good balance of FNCS throughout the year, big staple, and then have these other smaller tournaments. Because I think the the Victory Cash Cup's like a good first step. 
Then the duo cash cups, like that next step where if you really want to play, uh, you'll find a teammate and then buy in a little bit yeah. more. And then FNCS is that that final step of okay, I, I really like playing this game. Um, would love to know your thoughts. Like, what do you think next year is going to be? And if you could make kind of any format for next year, whether it be like the actual game mode, solos, duos, trio, squads, FNCS, like what would you make next year into as far as like the competitive mode? So firstly, uh, I think with, with those like OG stuff, I think the plan is to like get like lots of like players back and then try to keep them like keep like like as many of them to like stay on the game so that i think that's going to be the main plan and then after that after a month the year ends and it's i think it should be like it's a very good moment to have a, a huge announcement something like a world cup or something it's like a very good timing like everything leads to that if you think about it it's one month and then it ends like almost at the, at the end of the year. So it's a perfect time to announce something big as soon as that, like the hype is insanely big at the moment. So, but for me, what I would like is probably um, first like a solo all-star event like we had. It's pretty fun. It like brings the um, lots of like attention because it's solos. So everyone like have like um, a different hundred people, you know, it's better than like 50. Yep. Um, I think they should have that and probably use the people that um, probably called for Copenhagen and just mix some things up, add some like um, opens and like uh, things to qualify. And for the game mode, I would like to be probably still duos because it's 100%, no doubt, it's the most competitive like uh, game mode. And uh, yeah, I think it's fun to watch and it's easier like to make events because in trios, I heard some from, from some 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 stuff. It's like hard to like make uh, trios like lands and stuff. And trios for me is like, it's very fun, good to play, but it's just, I don't know if it's competitive enough, you know? I like it. I want FNCS trios. It's, it's fun. It's good. But I don't know. It's kind of, I like duos more. It's more competitive. Why do you think it's more competitive? Because, uh, I don't know, like, um, like three people, you triple the mats, you triple everything, and then when you when you want to like make a difference, it's either you go for high ground and win games, or like play with like ultimate low ground and win games. There's like no like that, I don't know, consistency. I don't know, it's very hard to like explain why it's like, uh, why those are more competitive. Okay. I can't really think, no. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm trying to think. It does what you said does kind of make sense. I've always been a fan of like the bigger game modes. Cause I think it adds more like depth and strategy to how the teams have to play. Like in duos, you can kind of get away with certain things, just making mistakes that maybe you wouldn't be able to in a, a trios game mode. But at the same time, I do, I think the players have gotten too good to add another player to a team. Yeah, I was yeah, I was about to say that. I was just thinking about like what I was about to say. And it's probably that. But in the same time, yeah, it's, the players are way too good. I think everyone can get in and give it very good match and they just start with the entire like, game. It's just going to be boring, you know? But in the same time, that's what's happening on this map and this like meta, you know? That's what, what would happen. But if they change to trio game mode, they probably make a bigger map. Maybe they make some adjustments to like materials, you know? 
yeah. and they could probably make it like super like competitive and it, uh, like work well but still <laughs> i i don't like uh, really to rely on them because they make some big <laughs> surprises and yeah i don't know i don't know about that one yeah they've spent now two years figuring out how duos works and it works well i don't know that even as much as I would like it, I don't know that it's worth really changing all that once they've figured it out. Because I think even you know duos could work a little better. Um, and then is there? Did you participate in any like the Dream Hacks or Gamers Eight? I think that's one of my biggest like regrets and mistakes. I didn't like I didn't like zero build zero build at all. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't like look. It, like in any of it like what's the price pool you know all of that stuff for the first the gamers eight and then so i was like i wasn't very passionate about it but now i i kind of like zero builder and i'm actually like very good at it. so uh so now if there's another gamers eight of course next year i'm 100 going to like all of them it was like a qualification from all like from america usa like to to dream kicks were there i didn't go because I was just lazy, I didn't want to go, I, I hate zero build. And then I played the one in EU. The first two hits, I didn't know what the fuck, like what's going on, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like the point that how how should I play? I played safe, it doesn't work. I double it doesn't work. Then I find the balance, like in third hit, we almost qualified. And then in fourth one, we win three games in a row, 100%, we already qualified. And the cheating, like things happen. They add three more hours to the tournament. You have to win five games. And then you died like three games unlock you and it's over. And yeah, that's how it went. <laughs> but so, now I'm, I'm very down to like play next year. Definitely uh, getting it next year if it happens. That's cool. Yeah. I, I think, I mean, if this is truly your passion, I understand zero builds is, I, I'm a zero build hater. Uh, it sounds like you have turned into less of a zero build hater after becoming uh, one at first. Um, I'm still, I'm still like a hater. I hate, like, <laughs> I hate people like making money out of that. It's just not competitive enough. I think, like, I don't respect that at all. Like, when people make money from it, I think like the builds are like, you know, that's the stuff. I don't know how to explain it. So like, I get mad when people win money from it. <laughs> and of course, you. when they flex the zero bit money, it just feels so bad. Yeah, it, well, money's money, of course. If if you're like me, right? We both enjoy or enjoy the game of Fortnite, how it's played, and the zero build game is kind of like a knockoff. It's like yeah. the cheap version of like the game that we love so much, and I think there's a good place for it. Like I definitely think it's important, especially when we're about to get all these like big creators and stuff back. Perfect time for somebody to do a like pro-am or some kind of event maybe a big charity event with some streamers that's how i envision zero build but to like i don't know to say it's as competitive as as the build mode is any in it it is not no matter what you do yeah anything else you have going on that you want to share anything that you plan to do here in the the near future so I'm just going to stick with like, like trying to be the best because I figured out what to do and what I did like wrong. So when I was, when I wasn't like good enough in the past, like two years, I was decent. I knew that I'm the best. If I grind, of course, I knew hundred percent that I'm one of the best, 
And then I just didn't like grind. I was like just going out nonstop, you know, summertime. I live in a summer place. It was crazy, all of that stuff. And then I really realized that uh, I don't really like enjoy that more than Fortnite, you know, and that stuff, like more than like making money, let's say. Mm-hmm. And then I just moved out to like, moved out? No, I just moved to like my, my mom's place where I don't know anyone. So I just, I just like focus on the grind, you know, nonstop. Then Insta, like second place in FNCS. And every time I played from here, I got first, second, fifth, and second, I think. That's all my FNCS I played from my mom's place, you know. That's, That's when a I good realized, spot. Yeah, then I realized, oh, this is actually, this is actually the meta, you know, this is what <laughs> I should do. And now, yeah, I'm just trying to, to like keep that for the next years as well. Let's see how it goes. It's cool. Well, I'm interested to see how it goes. I've been a fan. I've really appreciated. Um, I, I think you are probably up there as one of the top IGLs, not only in the world. Well, uh, I guess not only in EU, but also the world. Um, yeah. And don't get that love. So I appreciate you come on, coming on here and sharing, telling everybody about how everything went. Keep doing you, man. You. Um, Thank you. You're gonna you're gonna continue to succeed as long as you stay at your mom's place, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, where can everybody find you? Where can they f- see what's going on with Trulex? So yeah, they just they can just type like uh, at like Trulex and they can see me like everywhere. I'm mostly active on Twitter now. Like I'm very active there. YouTube sometimes and Instagram like like occasionally, not that many times. And yeah, that's it. Thank oh. you for inviting me. And thanks to to everyone who supports me and who watches this. So yeah, I hope they all make it in whatever they do. And yeah. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you as well. And thank you everybody for listening. Uh, if you could go ahead, give this a, a rating on whatever podcast platform you listen. It helps the show a ton. Uh, if you have any questions, problems, concerns, you can DM me on X, at somebody's gun, Twitter, whatever you want to call it. Uh, thank you guys for listening, and we will see you next time. I got a bunch of things or guests scheduled coming up, so I know some of you were complaining that I hadn't gotten any of these out recently. There will be more coming soon. Thank you, guys. Peace. Peace.